0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 39 of the Cracked Eye podcast. This is Anwar. I play Temid on the show. Thanks so much for tuning in again. So this is yet another episode where we record remotely in order to do our part by continuing to practice social distancing rules. So I'm coming at you live from, well, not really live, but I'm coming at you from my wife's closet, which is the best place to record from, but it's very cramped so I'm getting a cramp. Anyways, enough of me complaining. PaizoCon 2020 online ended uh, last week. It ended on the 31st of May. I hope everyone had a great time nerding out with other people who just kind of understand you. But speaking of fun, we here at the Cracked Eye Podcast are expanding. As Matt told you last week, we are starting up a Twitch channel where we will be streaming content and luckily for you my schedule doesn't allow me to be a part of it which bums me out a little bit because I really like playing with this group and that kind of brings me to another point that I wanted to make. Um, This podcast has become a lot bigger where at least I initially thought it would go. It started off as a hobby for a lot of us and this has become a place where we're able to interact with more and more people, and spread the fun that we're having. And, and really for me, every time I walk away from a game uh, or a session with this group, I walk away with a much lighter heart and with a smile on my face. And it's because of how much fun I'm having with this group. And that comes across, hopefully, uh, when we play. And that's not going to change with this new Twitch stream. In fact, it'll probably be even more fun because there's a lot of stuff that gets cut out that's fun but doesn't make sense in the story or there's a lot of facial expressions and people being silly and you're going to see that with this new Twitch stream that we're putting together and on that note I do hope that many of you who listen to us kind of take that away too the the fun that we're having hopefully that spreads to you and you feel like you're at the table with us and you share our inside jokes because that's really what we're going for Um, we want to try to bring especially in these difficult times That we're in at the moment. We try to bring a little bit of joy into other people's lives. Because we realize that we now make an impact on so many people who listen to us regularly. And who are participating with us by sending us mail. And interacting with us on our socials. And hopefully uh, watching our um, fledgling twitch stream. But anyways, I'm gonna get off my soapbox and stop talking about how much I like my crew. Don't tell them that though. Because I kind of want them to think that I hate them. Anyways... Enjoy episode 39. We had a lot of fun making it.
1: Previously on the Cracked Die podcast,
2: our heroes partook in a variety of games and challenges, celebrating their time with the Ekuje elves. While Pawn Watcher partook in a pepper eating contest. Tamid and Sareya talked and drank with some of the locals. To finish the preparations for the feast, most of our heroes headed out on a group hunt to gather food. After that, our heroes met with the Twitters of the tribe, the Twin Leopards. No relation, Talon. What will they learn now? Find out now on the Cracked Die Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the 39th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Great! Alrighty! Wait, which
0: what podcast are you talking about? The Crack Die Podcast. I think I'm in the wrong chat.
3: Yeah, you're, you <laughs> meant to be the Crack Eddie Podcast, I think, Anwar?
0: Yeah, Crack Eddie's my dealer.
2: <laughs> no, no, just got the mic.
0: <laughs> mute him,
2: mute him. So how is everyone's social distancing going? Distancy.
4: Great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Acceptable. I live in
4: Queens, so not good. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> you guys have parties on your blocks every night. Yeah, yeah. No, we just have kissing parties. Yeah. You just have what? You have kissing what? We have kissing parties every night on the
5: street. Oh, oh yeah, just open mouth tongue kisses for everybody, everyone you walk by.
2: Oh, mm. spread the love. No, but anyway, let's. Get down to business. To defeat the hawk. <laughs> to oh, I like that. The hawk. I, uh... Yes, that is correct.
3: <laughs> How many hero points do I get for that?
2: When we last left, <gasps> oh, <laughs> <laughs> when we last left, uh, you. I'm looking at my notes. I'm just going to put this on a side here. My notes say Tuba portals rocks necklace twin leopards <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we just met twin leopards who were two people
2: yes i just my notes are terrible okay <laughs>
1: last, think, last. oh uh pond watcher bought a tuba
2: <laughs> that's right yep yep okay. and that was like yeah. a while ago though i thought yeah, yeah, I
1: don't know why that would be from last episode. I but... think
4: it's that that was the uh, the spoilers without context too, about portals. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, yes.
2: Ah, that is. I have the number 32 above it. So, when we last left, you had just met the twin leopards of the rulers of the leopard clan, and I believe you got their names, right? Any relation to Twin Talon? No, unfortunately not. (laughs) Twin Talon is but one man, or is he two dwarves in a trench coat? We're not quite sure yet. These are two separate elves.
3: As his childhood friend, I can confirm it's actually two dwarves in a trench coat.
0: (laughs) I thought he was two halfling brothers. (laughs) I would love
1: to play a character who was two dwarves on top of each other. <laughs> and depending on which dwarves on top, like your, your stats would be different.
5: Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Once we that'd get like great. vigilante and 2.0 and you have like your alternate identity.
3: Oh yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and where right. I did like the idea of having two halfling brothers because then we can then tie it in to the stuff that people didn't actually ever hear because we did yep. have two
5: halfling brothers who were freaking amazing. They were. They were amazing. Ugh. They were probably the best part about that campaign.
3: Yeah. They were okay. <laughs> You're too modest. I love them. <laughs> 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 Sorry, okay. Sean,
2: I keep interrupting you. No, Go that's fine. Uh, you met the twin leopards who are in charge of the leopard clan. Uh, Osi Panin and Osi Atasu.
5: Okay. I definitely uh, did not get those names.
2: One, uh, Osi Panin wears a pattern of green dress and copper jewelry. Studded with uncut gems. While Osi Atu wears a dark blue tunic covered with amulets wrapped in copper and green cloth. Both twins wear black leather sandals decorated with copper amulets and have long hair arranged in thick locks. They looked at you and they asked you, what are you doing here? I thought we started answering that question.
5: I think he said he's going to give us a week to think about it. Oh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've been thinking super hard.
2: I can tell. We
4: are so ready for this diplomatic endeavor.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, clearly. So I think what we're talking about is um, Twin Talon's going to stab one of them, right? I think think that's where we started off.
5: Oh my god.
3: (laughs) So uh, Brianna will... will Step in as a voice of reason for once, um, and uh, kind of bow in her fashion, and in Corvo's and just kind of a knightly, courtly bow, and say, uh, f- "Forgive me, uh, good good leaders. We we come um, through the the portal, the hunter's gate, I believe. Through the hunter's gate. Thank you so much, Tarea. Um, in truth, we were simply trying to follow a a lead of." the Churuka and the, and the Boggarts. Go ahead, Soraya.
5: So She's going to step up next to Brianna and say, "Um, the, the Cinder Claws that I have heard have wreaked some havoc for your people uh, actually did make it through the portal to, to uh, where we are and um, in, in Breach Hill. And we managed to open the portal again and came back through. And um, that's where we met uh, Jahasi and some of your other lovely people and Really, they've been just as much of a nuisance for us as they have been for you, if what I've been hearing is right. And as for the rest of it, we're hoping to eventually maybe solve the mystery of all the rest of the portals in Estella's ring.
2: They slowly nod uh, to each other and to you. Uh, They are only speaking Mwangi, so the speaker is translating for you. Nakedia is the one translating for you out of Mwangi, because I don't think anyone speaks Mwangi.
5: No, i might have to pick that no.
2: up. Osi Atsu looks at you and asks, Who are you?
5: She's kind of gonna look over her shoulder at that, like, <laughs> very motley group. And just, um, we are, technically, I suppose, we're, we're heroes of Breach Hill, but um, just adventurers. Does anyone disagree? Just <laughs> look over her shoulder, like Mm-mm. anyone else. Got anything to say about that?
1: Metal will wave.
5: <laughs> I'm sure if Silver was here, he'd be going off on a soliloquy about the the prince who was promised and everything. But I'm sure.
4: Well, we we're doing the royal retinue of the prince who was
5: promised. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, but it, 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 yes, yes. Uh, my 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 friend about you here is a. Uh, Another elf from the far north. I'm, I'm a little bit more in the, the temperate regions.
2: What makes you heroes? OC Panin asks.
1: Well, we uh, kicked the cinder claws out of the area around the town, which we uh, currently call home. So, in their eyes,
0: we're heroes. We also stopped a fire from spreading through the town hall. You see their their brows furrow.
2: So you are all fighters and combatants and warriors?
0: Yes. Not all of us, no. What do you do then? I drink and I heal people. And I fight a little bit. In that order. <laughs> Accurate. He keeps us alive. Interesting. That
5: is very true. He does drink first and keep people alive
0: second. And then he continues to drink.
2: May <laughs> May we ask you to demonstrate some of your
0: skills. He drinks some more.
4: <laughs> no, that was a very easy challenge.
0: He looks around and um, Temed checks to see if anyone seems to have any type of injury.
2: Uh, you notice that there are some... Uh, they, they gesture forward and they bring an elf out who looks like he has been on the receiving side
0: of the cin- of uh, a cinder claw attack. Okay. So, he'll just do a medicine check to try to heal him. All right, give me a medicine check. I need to find it on the sheet. Okay, I'm clicking on it. What did I get? 16. 16. All right, so I pass. So then
2: go ahead and try and heal. And while he's doing that, what are you all the rest of you doing? You, large one with the halberd
4: Yes um I sometimes hit people with a halberd and I rage and I swing my thing around like a cool martial arts guy.
2: He <laughs> uh, one of them throws a target at you. Give me an attack roll. Oh boy. 29. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You swing right through this clay the like um what do they call like a clay pigeon. Pigeon, yeah. Yeah, a clay pigeon, yeah. You swing and you shatter this thing into dust.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> if it helps, I I healed a total of four hit points. You see that the the wounds start to
2: close up a little bit, and it. You see them nodding and smiling. What are the three of the other three doing? Soreya, Twin Talon, and Brianna. Are the rest of you fighters?
3: Um, some at least, yes. Somewhat, I, I am at least. I I serve the Lady Serenre as my as I am her champion.
2: And they throw a clay pigeon at you. Give me an yeah. attack. Roll.
3: Oh, I'm going to fail this. You know how digital dice feel about me? Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> just like plonks around the forehead. Uh, is that right? 31. <laughs>
2: Damn it. <laughs> So that's the opposite. Well, she of the only
1: way. rolled a seventeen, guys. It was it was only a
3: seventeen.
2: <laughs> With your critical success,
3: do I blink and it like
5: you do the anime style thing where like you barely yeah. And <laughs> <it> just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you swing your scimitar so quickly, it, the clay pigeon doesn't look like it's been touched, and then it lands on the ground and just crumbles into nothingness it like evaporates because it was cut into such small chunks <laughs>
3: Brianna will look over at our lovely pond watcher who had demonstrated beforehand and winks at him like
4: if only we could only fight people made of clay
5: <laughs> I think that's what uh, clay and, uh, and uh, training dummies yes
2: <laughs> don't you
4: mention that in front of me again my favorite enemy
2: <laughs> Twin Talon, what are you doing? Do you want to attack a clay pigeon as well? Uh, I don't know that Twin Talon's got his weapons on him. Is there something else that you would find you're exceptionally good at?
5: Oh, would you like to speak to a lion that thinks it's a leopard?
2: Sure.
0: <laughs>
5: I
1: mean, I, I don't really talk to animals, but I'm pretty good with animals.
5: Yes, I'm, uh, well, I'm sure he can meet uh, Harriet sometime, I think her name was.
2: Yes. We will introduce you to Harriet. And you, ma'am, what do you do?
5: I am a a, a mage of sorts.
2: You're a mage? Can you do some magic?
5: Oh, dear lord. <laughs> this is going to get interesting. She will pull out some of her reagents and with a flourish kind of give him a shake and... Um, let them give off like a little extra spark of a fireball as she makes a fire, uh, an alchemist fire. Okay.
2: Give me a al- crafting alchemy check. She's a bartender. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why Temit's staying around.
2: It's uh, 24. <laughs> okay.
0: So you succeed. And they are all, they are impressed by that. So Temit says, um, he puts his hand up and he says, I know what you're thinking. You don't want to drink one of those. I tried and it t- did not turn out well.
5: <laughs> fire water is an expression. It's not... Well, you hot.
0: should have told me that specifically.
5: <laughs> Alchemist fire? I-, I thought that was... Well, she wouldn't call I it I thought that. it would be a fruity
2: but- drink. Uh- oh, see, Atsu walks up to Brianna and Pond Watcher and looks you both up and down and, and says, I would like to have a sparring match against the two of you. Eh... Uh- Against both of us, yes. Bring no out—they bring out rattan weapons that fit your fighting style. So it's a one-handed, blunted, scimitar-esque rattan weapon, and a longer pole arm weapon. So you're going to be larping.
1: <laughs> so, so for people that don't know, what is a rattan weapon, Sean?
2: A rattan weapon is just a a, a generally a stick <laughs> made out of. Normally it's a, a kendo training weapon with a bamboo that looks like a sword. And when you get hit with it, it generally makes a noise and there's a core in it. Uh, if you've ever watched pro wrestling, it's what they hit each other over the heads with. And they take the cores out so they break and look way worse than they are.
4: Um, I think there's something wrong with your weapons here. They seem uh, weak.
3: No, 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 Pond Watcher. I, I believe it's so we don't uh, actually uh, harm each other. No. Oh. It's simply for sparring.
2: Yeah, I knew that too.
3: <laughs> that That's why I'm here to help.
2: <laughs> All right. So you have one chance to hit Osiatsu. Oh, dear. One single attack roll. With a normal modifier? normal modifier.
0: Yeah.
2: Normal modifier. 26. All right. Great. 26 and 28 for Brianna.
5: Nice.
2: You both manage to land a blow on Osiatsu as they are nimbly ducking and dodging and spinning away. Once you land the hit, they look at you and smile and say, you are indeed very skilled. You know,
4: for uh, the leader of a tribe, you are
2: willing to get
4: down in the trenches, and I respect that very much.
3: It is quite admirable, yes, and the fact that you are able to dodge and and weave so nimbly against two opponents that, uh, for lack of a better word, we're we're truly trying. I I don't know about you, but but yes.
2: (laughs) You're quite a skilled warrior yourself. All right. They smile and say, We are going to go off and prepare for the, the feast. Please, it should be ready in an hour or so. Make yourselves at home. You are welcome, members of our clan. Thank you, it is an honor. Please take this. And there is a dagger that they offer to Watcher or Brianna. There's only one dagger though.
4: Uh, Brianna, please, you, you take it. I They gave me a bow of magnificent beauty already.
3: Are, are you certain I, I have a shield that I was given?
4: <laughs> Maybe we can give it to one of these other idiots. I don't know if they, if they deserve it. Ouch!
1: We're we're right here.
0: Oh oh! (laughs) I have problems
2: controlling the volume of my voice. (laughs) So whoever takes it, you can note down. You have a plus one shifting, striking cold iron dagger.
5: Shit! Can I have that? So, you know, if I don't have any
2: alchemy stuff, I can do something.
4: Yeah, I think yes. uh, I think Sirea or Twin Talon should definitely take that. Well. Yeah,
3: for sure. Um, for flavor's sake and and moving the story along, I will have Brianna hold on to that, and, and I'll say I'll I'll be sure to to make sure either Saray or or Twin Talon uh, gets it whoever wishes it. But thank you, thank you so much.
4: Whoa! I just looked that up. That is so awesome. <laughs> so I was looking at what's shifting, dude. Does it change shape? Yeah, the weapon changes shape to another melee weapon that requires the same number of hands.
1: Ah, okay. That's insane. That's awesome. Yeah, so plus one striking cold
2: iron. Plus one shifting striking cold iron dagger.
4: Which basically is a cold iron anything.
2: It's a cold iron one-handed weapon. Right. That's dope. So you have about an hour before the feast begins... Uh, There was a mention of a leopard that, or a, what was it?
5: A lion that
2: that thinks it's a leopard. There it is. Yes. Yes. Oh, Harriet. would Would you like to lead Twin Talon over to Harriet? Sure. So you approach Harriet, and she picks her head up and gives you a good old chuff, and looks at you. (laughs)
5: <laughs> Just like a twin talent. Hey. I, I, I am correct in thinking these, these are not typical to this area, right?
1: Uh, well, lions don't typically lounge in trees like that.
5: But, yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> but uh, I don't know a lot about the Mwangi Expanse. Well, hey this- there, girl. And he'll try to, like, kind of get close to the, the lion and give her open palms so that she knows he's not. I'm going to attack or anything like that. Um, so I guess roll nature? Yep. All right. I fucking hate roll 20. <laughs> I have not rolled anything good on roll 20 the entire time we've been doing this.
2: Harriet looks at you and kind of just goes to about what it's doing. And and she seems pretty, pretty much at ease. Give me another nature check, please. And this one, you get a plus two.
1: Eighteen.
2: Great. So, as you approach her a little bit closer, she does that thing cats do, and she kind of stands up and stretches a little bit, and she turns and looks at you, and pounces directly at you, pushing you to the floor as she... Uh, what's your AC, actually? Hang on. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So... Okay. So she hits you and knocks you prone onto the ground, and starts licking up and down your face. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh! Is that time? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, she's far friendlier with you than she was with me.
2: All right,
1: I'll try to, you know, rub her face, like, on the sides.
5: Get them giddy cheeks.
2: Yes. You hear the, the elves behind you laughing, ooing and aahing, and one of them comes up to you and says, "An Elvin, she's not normally this friendly. She must like you.
5: Do you, do you speak Elvin Twintella?
2: I do, I okay. just...
1: I, I, I get the impression since Swint has been learning on the road and learning from Soraya and Pondwatcher that he probably understands better than he speaks.
5: Okay, yeah. That's true. So he'll languages. kind of say
1: back in Yeah, I feel like you kind of pick it up and then it's hard to like formulate things in your head. Mm-hmm. So he'll kind of say in the kind of broken elven um, I'm, I'm typically pretty good with animals.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so he actually just says, cat, good.
1: I'm good with animal, yes.
4: Good, me. Bear one
1: time, four birds.
4: (laughs) Me like (laughs) cats.
2: All right. So, (laughs) after you manage to get the lion off of you, uh, Harriet bounds away to go hunting, you can only assume. And you hear a. Whistle that sounds like a bird call come up from the center of the village, signaling that the festival is about to begin.
1: We should go that way.
2: So you all head towards where the festival is. The kedia has a section of seats set aside for you next to the leaders, uh, next to herself, and then next to her are Jahasi. At next to Jahasi is Akosa, and the rest of the village around them. So I need everyone. To give me a make an impression roll. Uh, what are we? Is that diplomacy? That? Yes, that is a diplomacy. You might have a skill that lets you substitute diplomacy for something else.
1: I think that's how charming liar works, right? Anwar?
0: Yeah, that's how charming liar works. But I have the same, so it doesn't matter what I roll. They're both plus yeah. ten. All right.
5: Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Pawnmaster is just sweating too much to make a good impression. <laughs>
0: so
2: Temid, with your fourteen and Twin Talon with your ten, you guys are enjoying the festival. Warriors are approaching you, speaking in Elven. Twin Talon, you're you're trying to translate for them and you're sharing stories about the boars and you're really enjoying this meal. The warriors tell you that, you know, normally they are a pescatarian society, so meat is very rarely gathered and when it is, it's is for such a festival as this and they are very impressed by everything you guys have accomplished. Wow. Pond watcher. With your seven. Eh. Oh boy. <laughs> You've made an impression, for sure. Oh but He's just rambling. Like,
4: it's so goddamn hot here. How can you leave here? <laughs> you are just even of above the ground it's still you know heat rises, right? I mean what's wrong with you people?
2: <laughs> you see a small circle forming away from you, giving you areas to pass through where you just stand up and leave. No so and Brianna. Funny. You both rolled an eighteen. Mm-hmm. yeah, Nikedia walks over, and I'm gonna say you two are sitting next to each other, uh, and she kind she kind of leans in and she goes in in common, she goes, Do you want some gossip? Always. Ooh. Uh, certainly, I suppose. See my father and his friend Akosa over there? Niketia gestures <laughs> her staff towards where the two elves are speaking quietly to each other. They're both clueless. They have been friends since childhood and been in love for the past ten years. Ever since my father helped Akosa recover from his time with the Aspis Consortium and Akosa helped my father recover from my mother's death, and neither of them will do anything about it. They both have too many concerns invented in their own mind, and they both worry what my mother would think. I know precisely what my mother would think. She would also think that they are both being clueless. (laughs) I have let them dance around each other for years, but today I've decided that life is too short, even for elves. Maybe especially for elves. Niketia seems pensive for a moment before she shakes her head and scoffs slightly. The elders here always say it it isn't our place to interfere in other people's personal lives. But I am a half-elf, so I don't care about that. Why don't you help me turn this festive atmosphere into a romantic one and see if those two
5: can catch a hint? How can we help? Absolutely. What do you, like, what, are there any kind of courting customs we can help? set What can we do? Serea is loving this. <laughs> also, Christine is just like, I get to be a gay matchmaker in Pathfinder games. <laughs> this is amazing.
3: <laughs> Prianna's a little confused because she doesn't know these people terribly well. She's like, uh, okay, I will take Serea's Lead, I suppose, if it's okay with one possible part. I don't know what the what elven culture is like, so I'm going to smile and nod. Yes. So,
2: what would you like to do?
5: Um, well, I did ask uh, Niketia if there's any kind of like boarding customs or anything like that. Like, how do people here express interest in each other?
2: There is not necessarily a- any customs for that here. Perhaps if you went and spoke with each one of them separately, perhaps you could assess the situation better. See if you can steer the conversation towards their feelings and whatnot. I believe Jahasi is very comfortable with with all of you, and Akosa seemed to be friendly with that one over there. And she gestures to Pond Watcher.
5: (laughs) Of course. Um, Brianna, you went out on the hunt, right? I did okay so well alright so dropping back into Soraya <laughs> well why don't we we see if we can kind of do some sort of little like a, a thank you to them seeing as Jahasi was the first one we met uh, we met and uh, of course so we went on a hunt with all of you see if we can maybe arrange some kind of thank you meeting with just the two of them and set the tone give them to each other what? <laughs>
3: Brianna is terrible at this sort of thing and is mostly clueless. She's also beat red. Just letting you know.
5: Dorea, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell, is just like, oh, yes, this is going to be fun. <laughs> uh,
3: right. I, but they're sitting next to each other. Wouldn't they be talking together anyway? I don't understand.
5: We're going to get them alone. Okay. Just the two of them together. Maybe bring... Maybe we'll get timid to get some some drinks, and we'll get an especially delicious piece of boar, and we'll we'll see if we can't um finally get them to take the hint.
3: I'll go get the boar. That that's something I can do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> and she'll, like scurrying off, not looking at at anyone in the face because she's beat red. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so. Saraya is trying to assess who in the party would be the best for trying to do this kind of thing. And she's like, I, I, she's at a little bit of a loss for that. Trying to figure out who would be the best help. But,
4: um, I guess she'll just kind of gather. I mean, Twin Talon's pretty subtle, at least, and not, yeah. you know, and- a moron like the rest of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say. Okay,
5: so she'll get the other three. Yeah. I will
2: say, uh, silver stands up and pulls out his guitar dick oh no 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 no. guitar pulls out his guitar right 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 well i just want to give y'all a a little performance from my people to you people and he is going to attempt to play a romantic-ish song to try and set a more romantic atmosphere just to the whole festival in general, yeah, at large. Yep. Oh my
4: god! Can I please try to accompany him on my tuba? Please give me a <laughs> Dude, performance. No,
5: Generally. no, Soraya is <laughs> pulling Pond Watcher and timid and Twin Talon together.
2: Pond Watcher, give me a performance check. What did I do?
0: No, what no. did I do here? Huh?
2: What did I? If do? Soraya stops
4: me, I will. I'll, I'll. not do it if she stops me. But I, that, my instinct is to whip it out. Like, Well, it's time for tuba, everyone. Look. <laughs> Time for The most red. romantic instrument
0: okay. of the world. going to try very hard to, to allow him to play the tuba. So he's going to try to intercept Soraya as she, she comes. No, 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 no. Come here, all of you. All of you, no, here, now. No, no, no. It's, it's fine, it's fine
4: A private concert for you with the tuba is what you desire.
0: No, I think everyone should share with you again. Timothy, cut. Let me... Oh, my ear, my ear, oh,
4: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She's got both of our ears. She's so strong and thin. <laughs> All right.
5: So like some- marching, <laughs> marching off to a secluded area.
2: <laughs> Silver oh, right. starts to play. And he rolled a nine.
5: Okay. Oh, no. With his
2: plus 13 to his performance. Oh, okay. It's oh, a geez. 22.
5: <laughs> okay, fine. And he starts to
2: play... What I'm going to call a romantic bayou song. <laughs> oh, anyway.
4: ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Gators.
5: So she's going to try to explain to everyone. She grabs Twin Talon too. What Kettie has asked mm-hmm. them, and that. So well, I thought maybe we could. You know, you stage it by you know saying we want to thank them for everything. Because, you know, as it was a cosa that took you all on the hunt, and Jahosi was the first one to take us to the village. And um, do any of you have any ideas on how to? Uh, I don't know how to get them to kind of realize that they one of them needs to make the first move because they're both clearly very invested in this and just won't say anything
0: about it. Why don't we get them drunk?
5: <laughs> I, yes, I was going to ask you for for drinks. Um, Brianna is off to get a, a nice, lovely slice of boar, of so a nice choice piece of meat so they can maybe have a nice dinner.
1: Normally, I think uh, Tamad's suggestion to drink is typically out of place, but I think this is a perfect example of where that would come in handy.
5: I think so. I think so very much.
1: Um, I bet about half the people in this village were consummated over drunken revelry.
5: I <laughs> mean, isn't that true anywhere?
0: When you say out of place, I'm, do you mean, like, when is drinking never ever out of place? I, we'll I discuss uh, that later. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Talon will we'll clap him on the shoulder and kind of
4: clank mugs. Um, is there any way to make? Is there any way to make the weather very cold so that they must huddle together in a small igloo or some sort of uh, <laughs> shelter? Because that is mostly how my people would, um, you know. Get stuck <laughs> and have nothing more to do, and... <laughs> <laughs> My other suggestion is maybe the tuba. Oh, no,
5: okay, no, <laughs> uh, why don't you enter and Twintalin go speak to Akosa and see if you can't... Ask him about Jahasi, ask him you know, why he was out to meet us and what he thinks of him, and see if we can't um, maybe get his mind going in that direction.
4: You mean, like, ask him, hey, do you like Jahasi for sex?
5: No, no, ask him <laughs> Twin Talon can you he help me? <laughs> I thought you I thought you said Bondwatcher was subtle. <laughs> what? No. No.
3: Who said that? He anyway. said
1: Twin Talon was subtle.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, so we're trying to be sneaky. Yes. Okay. I understand now.
5: We're not going to walk up to him and just be like, Oh, you two should fuck. That's not going, that's not how this is going to happen.
4: <laughs> oh, because we're trying to it's a secret. It's a state secret.
3: Okay.
5: (laughs) They both (laughs) sure, fine. They both like each other, but neither one will say it first. So we need to get it. Oh, I
4: know it. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. I know what that's like.
5: Oh really? Is there someone you like?
2: No. (laughs) With that, Niketia moves into the middle of the room, and and quietly claps as Silver finishes his song. Come, children of the leopard clan, Nakedia's voice calls out, clear and strong above the sounds of the festivities. Come, children of the leopard clan, Nakedia's voice calls out, clear and strong above the sounds of the festivities. Dusk has fallen. Let us call a moth to tell us a story. As one, the Ekuje stand and hold their hands cupped in front of them, each conjuring a ball of light into their palms. "'I have caught a little moth,' Nikedia says dramatically, clutching the air in front of her. "'It has a story to tell. It is a story of great darkness. "'We will listen,' the others reply in unison. "'There once was a time of anguish, a time of destruction, "'a time of night so dark that even moths refused to fly. "'From a hole in this night came a great darkness, who saw the world suffer.'" And through only that, it wanted to see more suffering. The darkness sought to burn all that remained until there was nothing left but ashes. The first people that the darkness found were brave people who stood before the darkness with their weapons and did not run. The darkness sought to destroy them saying, you shall fall before me for I am death and I am fire. But the people were not afraid and replied, You shall not break us, for we are the guardians of this land who stand to defend it when all others fled. Oh, what a terrible battle it was! The people shattered their spears against the darkness again and again, but no living being could pierce its hide. At last, the greatest amongst the people, the kindest, the most righteous, gave their lives to forge their souls into weapons for the people to wield. Oh, how their souls burned, like bright coals in the night! The people took up the souls of those they had most loved, and in wrath split the skin of the darkness. They spilled the blood of the darkness across the whole of their land. They broke the horn and teeth from the darkness, and flung them into the sea. Yet still the darkness would not die. The people forced the darkness back into the place from whence it had emerged. The people trapped it in the space between spaces. The people swore they would stand guard so that the darkness could never escape to threaten the land again. Could the people imprison the darkness forever when even the best among them could not defeat it? Was it foolish to expect them to try? Naketia pauses, then says, That is the story that we have been given. We will remember, the other Ikuje reply. With that, Niketia steps down from the center of the, the room, and the lights are released from all of their hands, and they float up, creating a rainbow of colors floating above. With that, the music picks up again, and you
0: are all able to go back to what you were doing. Okay, so Temit has an idea. He walks up to Twin Talon and he says he pulls out um a couple of copper pieces from his, his pouch and he says so when I when I give you the signal and you'll know it when you see it, drop these in their mugs. And then so then he uh he goes up to the stage and he kinda clinks on his uh on his mug and tries to get everyone's attention and he stands there and he says, I've got a story to tell you And then there's going to be um, an instance where basically, like, you know, these mugs of ale are handed out. um, And whoever has these two mugs of ale in their hand or in their mugs, fate has decided that they're connected in some way. Oh, like the king cake. Well, Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Like the king cake.
1: Yeah. What if you find the baby Jesus? And then you gotta fuck whoever else has the baby Jesus.
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't think, I think that's it. I, don't.
2: I think that's how it is. Yeah, that's how we always
1: did
4: in my town.
2: <laughs> all <laughs> right, uh, you guys can go ahead and go about this. So as Temin goes up and cleans his glass, the crowd falls to a murmur.
0: Thank you for your attention, everyone. I I've got a story to tell. And
4: also, it's, it's in it's in common, everyone. It's in common. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's in common, and you're all going to understand well, so it. So as care. you spe-
2: so as you step up. I mean, Saraya can translate. Saraya's gonna stand next to you and translate for you. Temid steps up and clinks his glass. The noise of the crowd falls to a murmur.
0: Long ago, there was a clan. Yeah, a clan deep in the heart of the Mwangi expanse. The people of this clan were content. Their leaders were just and their land was fertile. Oh! and they drank their fill every single night. Their wine was delicious with hints of berries and honey and... Wait, where was I? Oh, oh, right, right. Every year, when the weather got warm and the butterflies visited their village, they would get together and give thanks to all for their lives and their freedom and their wine. It was said that the butterflies would find people and bring them together. People with bonds so strong that fate itself had to intervene. One year, two identical, shimmering, bright, copper butterflies landed on two of the town leaders. Though it's said to be bad luck, they shrugged it off. They had too much going on, they had too many things to worry about and frankly they were afraid. Afraid to speak up about their true feelings for one another. Year after year was the same but every year the land was a little less fertile and they were a little less free and a little less safe. Worst of all their wine got weaker. People became restless and chaos reigned. The town split into two factions, one for each of the two leaders, that refused to acknowledge how they felt. Both factions left their home and they battled for generations. Many died and all grew bitter, even the wine. But one year, as the weather got warm, two warriors, who were each out hunting, one for each clan, came across each other. They immediately knew who the other one was, and they fought. They fought for hours, and they each got away. But something called each of them back, and they met again, and they fought again. And once again, they were equal matches for one another. This repeated itself over and over for days, until one day, a conversation sparked between the two. Something about battle tactics as they grew to anticipate the other's moves, almost like it was fate. But then their conversations became lighter, and they started meeting not to fight, but to talk, to learn from one another. Their bond grew strong, and every day that they spoke, their wine grew sweeter. As the months passed, they grew more and more anxious to see one another, and ne- but neither of them ever spoke up about what they truly felt. It almost seemed as though history was about to repeat itself. But one fateful day, two shimmering copper butterflies landed on them, one on each. They had each heard the story about the copper butterflies, and they knew what it meant, and they each felt what they wanted to say. The tension grew thick, but eventually they spoke, both at the same time. Their bond was too strong to deny. They stole moments away from their clan to see each other, and as time passed, more and more began to join, until they formed their own clan and the love that they had for one another made that clan strong and prosperous. The land around them was fertile, their wine was sweet, everything was good. They were free once again because they let go of the fear and of hatred and they joined together and eventually, generations later, the two clans were no more. They were once again a single clan, all because two brave warriors summoned the courage to tell each other how they felt, to accept their love for one another and in doing so create a bond that grew so strong that it broke generations of hatred. It is said that when there is a bond so strong that fate must intervene, look for a sign and you may very well get your answer. And uh, that's when Temid points at his mug and winks. Now let us raise a glass and toast to eternal bonds, to friendship, to love, to wine.
2: As Temid finishes his story, he gives the signal to Twin Talon. Twin Talon, give me a thievery check to see if you can slip the coins into the drink. Twenty-one. You sick- you think you've done it stealthily enough and you get the coins into their mugs. So everyone goes to drink and you hear some disappointed sounds coming from the group. And then you hear oh. Akosa and Jahasi both raise their hand and they call out, I have a... And they kind of look and they do that. They kind of both blush. <laughs> a connection made by the gods themselves.
5: <laughs> it seems you're destined to have your fates intertwined.
3: Brianna will take this moment to come back with a plate full of meat and be like, not not now. We don't need this anymore. Oh, I'm I'm going to put it away. Okay. Oh, okay. oh sorry. Bye.
1: <laughs> now we'll grab some when she goes away. Just like <laughs> oh, I no
4: think Pondwatcher will, pon- will say like, hey, you both got the coins. That means
2: you have the keys. <laughs> and <laughs> And you hear the is? clinking of glasses kiss. like at a wedding. And you see them both In Im- kiss! Aww. You see them both yes. kind of blush and smile, and they kiss, and then they ah! <laughs> they uh, <Yeah. laughs> you see them walk away and start talking to each other in hushed tone.
5: So okay, is gonna glance over at Kedia? Kedia approaches like, yeah, you proof?
2: smiles and says thank you so much. I can't believe how dumb they've both been for so long. (laughs) Temed, that was a beautiful story that you told. I'm pretty good at lying.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that wasn't a real story? It was so beautiful. I've never cried so much as when I heard that
1: story. Weeping. Well, Temed, it's a it's a good thing you did that, because everything I know about romance, I learned at the Frisky Unicorn, <laughs> a, temple, <laughs> a temple to Kalistra.
5: I, uh, let me guess, they, they frequently shorted the name to the F.U.? <laughs> I,
1: I never got that till right now.
2: is looking at all of you going, uh, is there anything I can do before I, we retire for the evening? What mm-hmm.
3: shall I do with this plate of meat? I'm just going to put it in front of a table. I'll... Wait, uh, uh, wait, come
5: here. What? I think Jintalan might Talon be.
1: will take it off your hands just start eating it? No! <laughs> when Talon has a taste for meat.
5: <laughs> I mean, it was a very frisky unicorn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the finest
3: temple in all of Kurosawa. Do Corvosa. you have any
2: questions about the story I told or anything like that? Or I...
1: So uh, what's, what's the darkness and where is it imprisoned? Is it around here somewhere?
2: The darkness is probably what you saw between, uh, in the between of the gates.
4: Oh. The Hawk. I have a suggestion maybe for future stories. You call it a giant dragon instead
2: of the darkness, because uh, it appeared to be a giant <laughs> you dragon. You no friends speaking that name here.
5: Can I roll Dahak lore and see if that's, like, sure. a, a title he's used before yes. anything? 23, uh, what do I know?
2: You Aww, know that the Akuji elves are the ones who defeated Dahak previously, and they refer to him as the darkness because, much like Voldemort, it, no one's power fades if you keep speaking their name. Ah. Well, no, that's very really
5: interesting. That's very much unlike Voldemort, where the phrase is, you know, the fear uh, of a name only increases the fear of the thing itself, but. Uh. They're just <laughs> in names. Yes, this is more like uh, the. I the, uh, forget what it's called in Dresden and Files, the side plot. Anyway. Um, the Oblivion War, ha! We're forgetting the name. Yes, depowers the individual. Um.
4: How much of this do you think Watcher understands? Because I feel like this simile is well beyond him. <laughs> uh, probably none. Because <laughs> oh. if he understood this, he would be, like, all about the akuje, Like, he'd love them. He's Like, this is his gem. But also, this is very confusing. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
5: Well, Soraya's- Soraya might clarify things in uh, she asks questions. Yeah,
4: yeah, that might help. That might help. Yeah. So he will just be sitting silently, looking at Sareah, like, "Um, mom, does this make no. sense to you?" <laughs> oh.
5: No, oh, it's, it's all right, my son. Um, no, although so. it is an
4: Elven, so that does help considerably. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 yeah,
5: So, with the Akujee defeated, the darkness. before, what? What? Something about the 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 souls of. The fighters that went into the weapons that finally harmed the the dragon?
2: There was once a ritual among our people, the Anima Invocation, that allowed a truly virtuous person to give up their life and split their soul apart into different spirits. The power of that sacrifice and the integrity of those spirits bolstered our warriors' weapons, allowing them to fight back against the darkness. But we no longer know the secrets of the Anima Invocation. And so should the darkness escape Our people would be defenseless And the first to suffer
0: Um
5: All of the gates in Estella's ring Uh up until now when we just reopened The hunter's gate have been closed Do you think that's how they managed To trap what you're calling the darkness In in the spaces in between Closing those gates do you think that's what did it
2: We only know of this One gate Okay. And we've put the darkness into that one gate. We didn't really know what was on the other side.
5: Oh.
1: Oh. Wait, so they jammed the darkness into the hunter's gate and closed it? Yep. Oh, thanks a lot.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, now I could be completely wrong about this hypothesis, but now I'm wondering if the darkness... Also managed to split itself in that that shade that we saw of it between. There is a piece of it between all the gates. This the space between spaces is is much more vast, I'm sure, than just that one
3: area. Well, wasn't the construct the the thing we saw? I I, I didn't think it was actually the the creature itself, or even like a a. It, it was it, it something was tra- that was a, a correct. So I'm I'm not sure it's that but that it's a, that's a fair assessment um I wonder so you're saying that they've they just threw the, the, the creature, the, the dragon to the other side of the
5: gate that's what they're saying, they stuffed him through died and he seemed, they caught him in the middle ah is there another uh, is the space between spaces known as anything else can I like roll arcana or something for that Give
2: me, yes, give me Knowledge Arcana. It is a very difficult check.
5: Well, let's see what my plus 13 gets me. I believe in you, Christine. Uh, 21. My um, you're not really sure,
2: but you're pretty sure that it you are on a different plane when you are traveling between the two doors. So you're on the Material Plane, you go somewhere else, and then you go to the back to the material plane. You don't know what plane you're on.
5: That's that's what she's thinking, basically, that there's um that middle space. We saw a small piece of it, but it's connected to something much, much greater.
1: My only regret is not telling the twin jaguars that my specialty was architecture.
4: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
5: Yes. Look
4: at this buttress. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's a fine buttress.
4: Wait. So are you saying that every time we go through one of these doors, we'll be attacked by parts of a giant dragon god spirit thing?
5: That is my fear.
4: On Watcher, do you have a heart on right now? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I tried to fight that one, but then you you did some little mumbo jumbo and it disappeared. I was making progress, hitting it with my
5: halberd.
1: You, you were doing a great job.
5: You hey, distracted it long. You distracted it long enough that he could he could uh, destroy it.
1: Yeah, that's my
4: job. I I I think uh, next time we go through, I'll just keep punching it in the face and maybe um, I you know. Punch it to death, or you do some flip a lever, I don't know, press a depression plate on the floor,
5: might be it falls apart, I don't know. <laughs> did uh, did Soraya's line of questioning clear things up enough for Pound Watcher? No.
1: <laughs>
4: I, listen, you tell me there's a dragon, or a darkness, or something, and I'll go fight it, okay? Uh, that's all we need to know.
2: So... Niketia, looks at you. If you have no more questions, I am very tired and will be uh, heading to bed. I, I suggest you all do the same, else you'll be stuck doing dishes. I'm very tired all of a sudden. Very, very
0: <laughs> tired.
3: If you need help cleaning, I'm I'm
2: happy to, to do so. Oh no, we have plenty. Plenty of help.
4: I'm actually vulnerable to dishes. It's uh, my <laughs> special weakness, so I have to leave. <laughs>
2: So with that, you all retire back to your rooms that they've provided you with the smell of cooked boar wafting through the air. You all lay down for a good night's rest, except for one of you. Oh. Twin Uh Talon. Oh. I need a (laughs) fortitude saving throw. Oh, no. Uh
3: Uh-oh.
1: It's not my worst saving throw, but the dice roller really does not like me. I haven't rolled over a 10 yet, so that's a 5 for a total of 17.
2: All right, give me another check, please. Fortitude again? Yep.
1: How about 31?
2: There we go! Okay.
1: Yeah. Give me one more. There's there, my 19.
2: 24. Okay, so as you lay down... Something just doesn't feel right. Like your stomach is getting all bubbly and it's just, it's not a good feeling. As you lay down, you take four poison damage.
5: (gasps) I guess I saved out of it last time. Because it was me and you that had to do that last time.
1: I saved last time, so I don't know.
2: You then take about one minute later you take another three points of poison damage. Okay. Shit is going on. And then you feel slightly better. What is your perception bonus? Uh,
1: my perception is ten.
2: Alright. What's it, the cat tongue? Okay, so I made a secret roll for you. As you're wiping your mouth off from getting sick mm-hmm. you notice that your fingers are slightly ever so slightly discolored
1: Quintana uh, will smell them do they have any kind of odor to them
2: Uh there is a faint smell of almonds and garlic it
1: smells like arsenic
0: Oh shit! It's what's his face? I'm gonna... It's Alex.
1: I'm <laughs> Alex. Yes, that guy. <laughs> Not, Alex. Not Alec. Whatever. Because he's dead. Yeah, Alex. That's how I would come back. I'd be like, my name's Alex. I'm a different person. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> I'm a heck knight. I'm
4: <laughs> a <laughs> heck
2: Heck Yes, it it does smell like arsenic interesting. Oh shit. I
5: saw that, that weird any... crazy ritual thing the guy was doing with Alec's body. Yep. Fuck.
2: Then you, fall, then you fall asleep for the night and sleep very well.
1: Well, maybe if Alec had better fortitude saves, he would have been fine too. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: Shots fired. In the morning, you all wake up. We're at level six. Feeling invigorated. Oh. To level six. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: How did you know?
2: <laughs> he smelled it on his arsenic.
5: <laughs>
2: Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because Epic Games deserve Epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. just over the next hill? If so, the Horizon Hunters are the group for you in the Pathfinder Society. How would you like to be able to tell you the story of how you discovered a lost ruin or an unknown vista? With stories like that, how would you not revel in the admiration of your peers? You could even be immortalized in the famous Pathfinder Chronicles. Have you ever been called curious, tenacious, or having wonderlust? Then you might already be a horizon hunter and just not know it yet. Join us to strike out to distant lands and see what is
4: there.